0: Testing, one, two, three. Testing, one, two, three. It's Hambo here. Looks like we got something going on here. It's December 29th. Why not do another podcast? Why not? Why not? Got Daniel Wilson uh, calling calling in, hopefully. uh, We'll see what happens here. Um. anybody, sorry about the dead air, folks. Uh, if anybody wants to call in, you're welcome to, as long as you're not crazy. If you happen to catch me on, feel free to call in. Give us your thoughts about the year. Um, Daniel and I, or if, he, if he's able to get into the studio here, um, both Daniel and I were going to be discussing the year and, and kind of a kind of a pre-New Year's. Although I think I'll probably do the New Year's podcast. Um, I I got to tell you, I've been very productive this year especially at the Ham Palace. This is probably a record breaker in the number of episodes I've gotten out in a year. I gotta take a bit of, drink a bit of water. I finished up my, pretty much, I, I could pretty much say maybe just a couple things to finish up is my short film. Uh, it's called The Search. It's going to be out probably next year, January, and it takes place during autumn and it's a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun shooting it. It's a one-man show um, starring yours truly and um, it's great. It's great to get to have a camera and to to know what you're doing on a shoot. Oh, here we go. You got Daniel Wilson calling in. Let's see what happens so we can get him on here, folks. Daniel Wilson. Yes, sir. All right. Do you hear me? Can yes, can you hear me? Yeah, loud and clear. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Thanks for showing up for the for the year ender episode. My pleasure. Yeah.
1: The year ender,
0: 2020, year in review. You know, everyone got on the 2020 bandwagon i stick to 2020 (laughs) i don't care if it's longer to say i don't care that keeps me different (laughs) interesting (laughs) i like it but um yeah how you been doing doing well i just thanks
1: for going a little later i was working out and then did a nice hot sauna Mm -hmm. and it just snowed here in minneapolis so we, we were able to do a little roll around in the snow and then go back into the sauna hit the rocks with water steam it out get hot again and then go do it again roll around in the snow again and did a couple rounds of that and um that was right after a nice workout, so I'm feeling juiced.
0: Not feeling, mean, feeling juiced. You didn't do that in a non-gay way, hopefully. I mean, I, not that there's anything wrong with that, but rolling around the snow, it's just ah, weird. Yeah. some people might get the wrong idea. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. That's I don't think uh, it's a It might have, it might have <laughs> looked gay, but <laughs> uh, just so how you doing? How are you doing? Pretty good. Uh, Christmas was pretty awesome. I got some some good gifts. Um, I wouldn't say they're super fun gifts, but they're gifts I needed. I, I got uh, some new running shoes, which I was badly in need of. Uh, my brother got me some nice Nikes. Oh, I was yeah. like, "Wow, I wasn't expecting that." I, I told my, mm-hmm. you know, just give me a gift card and I'll go shop for some decent shoes. He got me some really nice bouncy Nike running shoes. So. I'm the coolest guy in uh, Planet Fitness. You know, I got my mask, oh, yeah. I got my uh, <laughs> my uh, super duper uh, respirator breathing mask, <laughs> and I got my shoes. And uh, yeah, I just tested them out last night, and it's good. It's all good. It really does. There is something to getting new shoes that kind of reinvigorates you somehow. You know. Sure. Sure. I haven't, yeah. had, I haven't had new
1: shoes for, I mean, I got new boots, which are awesome. They're, uh, some serious winter boots insulated. They go up almost to my knees so I can, you know, trudge through the snow, all waterproof. I think you yeah, told me
0: about this before. They're yeah. great. They're great. Yeah, man. Um, I, I have my storm chasers, but you know they—they they just roll through the snow pretty well. But again, it hasn't been bad that bad over here. It's been pretty mild so far. Thank God. Cross my fingers. So, how many inches you guys got over there this time? God, we have about five inches right yeah. now. Oh, uh, yeah.
1: Okay. Which is enough to cause a disturbance, but sure. Minneapolis is ready for it. They've got the plows out and the sand trucks like right mm-hmm. away. Yeah. So it's good.
0: Man, you not, got not you the got this up. Yeah, you got oh, the- my car,
1: my car is it's low rider. I mean, just naturally it's a Corolla. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Like the the day after it snows, they plow the streets and then there's like these giant piles of snow where they pushed the snow, you know, they pushed the snow. Oh, I, I mean, obviously, you know, yeah. in um, so when I'm, um, when I try to turn onto a side street, I have to like, you know, burst through Oh yeah, the a two foot mountain <laughs> and my, my bumper is falling off. So I got to get that fixed.
0: Ugh.
1: It happens to me with every car. I try to, I try to burst through those mountains And my bumper always ends up falling off. My last bumper fell off. This bumper fell off. Uh, I need to get like, I need to get like a reinforced snow bumper on my next car. I think that's, that would be appropriate for me because I have to go through these side streets for my job. I have to take pictures of residential houses. So, right. You know, uh, most people live on side streets. They don't live on the main drag. Um, so I have to get to that house to take that picture. So I'm constantly bursting through those mountains, man. It's fun. It's fun. Mm -hmm. I don't have as much fun as I used to. I used to get a a car full of people and I wouldn't tell them anything. Maybe I already told you this, but I would, I'd be driving (laughs) down the road Uh and I wouldn't say anything. I would just hit the E-brake. And then turn my wheel, and the car would just start flying, doing a full 180, sometimes even a 360. And that would always get people's adrenaline up, as you can imagine. (laughs)
0: Uh, Fun. Well, well, you just mentioned my uh, Achilles heel, which is doing donuts in the parking lot (laughs) like that. Is that Uh, your thing? Yeah. No, it's not. I hate it. It, it. It's so... I get so discombobulated. It's like this <laughs> force. I I just like I can't. I just can't handle it. It's just it's too much for me. And I I don't throw up. I can keep it together that much. But there's just something about going in circles like that. It's just uh, we're not meant to do that, right? <laughs> I mean yeah, that that just, that tells me you're more of that kind of personality. Where I'm I'm not as you know. I like to stay pretty even keel when it comes to the driving. Yeah, I mean, this This,
1: this is my 16, 17-year-old self doing it. I don't, I don't really – I don't do okay. it anymore. Yeah.
0: Well, I got a friend of mine that he's he's around my age, and he still likes to do it and threaten to do it when I'm in the car. He hasn't quite, uh, you know, yeah. gotten past that. <laughs> um, but, hey, to each their own, to each their own. Yeah. Um, that's such a, oh, oh, hold on. We got, we got somebody typing in, uh, says light bright here. She says, it sounds like you need a truck. That's, that's her, that's her qu- you know, comment. Oh, so, so true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't have my exploder anymore or my Ford Explorer. Um, and I've had for many years, uh, I've, I've got my Buick Terraza and yeah, that, you know, if it gets really bad, I can put it, uh, what I call, I like to call the, the Jake, Jake break truckers have the Jake break where they put it into like a second gear and everything slows down. Yeah. Um, that's kind of what I got to do. Cause I don't have snow tires on it. I probably should get snow tires on it eventually, but you know, one of these days, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, it's been pretty mild and I'm thankful for that though. There are some snowstorms I heard about, so I'm sure eventually we'll get hit pretty bad. Um, it's inevitable, but, um, I love that you have the sauna and you can do all that and that, that's just gotta be so good for your mental health, you know, it really is. I mean, you get, you get this great brain
1: chemistry when you're done. It's just so relaxing. It feels amazing.
0: Yeah, man. Um,
1: but it's cold. The, that was my first mm -hmm. snow roll where I, I, you know, I'm in my underwear and I was rolling around in the snow with my buddy Alex and uh,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: it took my breath away, big time. like As soon as I, I laid down in the snow and then I covered my body with snow. Oh boy. Just, you went ooh, like Wim Hof.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. But I didn't have the control of Wim Hof. Uh, that was <laughs> the first round. The second round I, I, I went a little bit more collected and slow and i just breathe through it that was a lot better the first one was intense yeah but it feels so good you jump back in the sauna it's 200 degrees you hit the rocks with water and then it just like immediately warms your body and then you get like this euphoric dizzy feeling and uh it's really good it's it's pretty cool Pretty amazing. Feels great. And then afterwards, it's just like, ah, so relaxing when you're done.
0: Yeah. That's got to be so good for us because it gets you out of thinking. It gets you out of all that. Whatever oh, exactly. track you're on. It really does. Gives you a good reset, you know. Um, I haven't done that where you jump into the ice uh, by ice bath and, you you know, you put numerous videos of you getting in the ice bath. Uh, a couple of years ago, and I was like, "Man, I no at that. If I did that, I, I would just, I would just scream. I would just, not like a girl scream, but more like a Wolverine scream." Ah, right. It'd <laughs> still be a scream.
1: <laughs> right. Good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. If you ever uh, make the drive out here, we'll sauna.
0: I think. Sure. Well, I think we're gonna. I think next year is the year to. To get together, at least somewhere yeah. to hang out for sure. I want, I want to do that. It's long overdue for me to go on a trip. You know, I have just needed some place to to go. Um, yeah. Some reason. I'm fairly. I mean, I'm not perfectly caught up with my bills. I'm kind of getting there, but I'll probably mm-hmm. be in the better state in the next few months and have things more under control. Um, oh, I only got a thousand. Thousand five hundred left to pay off London real, so we're getting there. Oh, for real? Yeah. Damn. Fifteen, fifteen hundred still, you know. But you know, well,
1: did did you really? I mean, uh, what happened there?
0: Did God, you? The the credit you, card happened. The, the damn it's those finance charges. They get you with that stuff. See. You God know. damn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but hey, that's that's what I decided to do, and I, I gotta keep myself, you know, keep myself accountable for that. That was my, hey, yeah. my thing. You know? We wouldn't be here talking right now if it wasn't yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah, I think overall it was a good thing. It was a good thing. Um, it got me more motivated to keep moving forward with my YouTube videos and my online, you know, uh, courses and all that, and mm-hmm. so. Yeah, it, it serves sure. a purpose. Um, so I guess I was going to try to talk about what what your thoughts were. And I, I think this is going to be off the cuff, like about the whole year in general, if you had to sum it up, whether that's you or whether that's, you know, what you think of the whole situation or it doesn't even have to be about that whole thing. It can be like how aesthetically, how did it hit you? You know, there's lots of things you can. Talk about here.
1: Um, sure. I heard someone. I watched a video. I don't know where you want me to go. Go with this. Just anywhere.
0: You could start maybe at the beginning of the year, like maybe first few months, then uh, the middle of the year. God, what was the beginning of the year like? I went. I don't even
1: remember. It was. Um pretty I didn't do any trips I didn't I was busy working it was a really busy I worked my ass off 2020 I'd like this was the most I've ever worked in my life the whole year yeah and so like last winter I was working I remember a few assignments for work that were such such pain in the asses and I can still remember them like most files I do I do two two a day pretty much and uh I forget about them. I forget like a week later. <laughs> These files, I remember them. I remember them because they sucked. And I had to keep fixing, re-get, I was getting revisions on the file. The lender kept sending it back to me. And it was just mm-hmm. an absolute bitch. Uh, so there was that. Not complaining. So it was a great, great. But I. I what's funny is because I remember last New Year's Day. I did this 2020 podcast and what I hope to accomplish in 2020, something like that. And it was just funny because I, my buddy Ken, who yeah. I think you know who I'm talking about. Ken's uh, out, right? Yeah. He, he messaged me because I, I asked him randomly because I was, like, thinking about doing some more podcasts. And I was like, he listens to, to them all. And I said, right. which, ones, which ones did you like? So because that's what I'm going to try to replicate. You know, I'm going to go, what did you like and what did you like about him? And that, that's kind of where just to get some feedback, you know, um, and he said the 2020 episode was hilarious because you were just we were all so just oblivious to what was about to happen, you know. Yeah. And, and um, I didn't actually go back and listen to it, but I thought that was funny how how we would have never guessed what we were going to get ourselves into this this year. Um, so, yeah, then in March, April, a- actually February and <clears throat> March were kind of turbulent for me because uh, the house we were living at, my sister and brother-in-law were trying to sell it. So we kind of, we didn't know where we were going to live. Mm-hmm. So we were we were looking for places to live, trying to figure that out. And so it was kind of it was just kind of a little bit of a turbulent time. Plus, I was really busy. Yeah, I remember um, that. <laughs> and then April came, we found this this place, moved back to my old neighborhood. That's where we're at now. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, the lockdowns happened, and then boom, George Floyd happened in Minneapolis. I live in Minneapolis, right. so that all that whole nationwide thing sparked off here, very close to me. I'm, I'm over in that neighborhood all the time um, yeah so that was crazy I mean that but that seems like last year already it's about to be last year yeah so, yeah that's that's kind of how the first half was i guess that, that that was the first half of 2020 was the uh lockdown and then george floyd Boom. First half. Second half was the aftermath pretty much.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then what? <laughs> what do you remember? So that you're going about March, April going into May here. Yeah. We, well,
1: I have to say I'm <clears throat> my my spring other than I had protests, 10,000 man protests outside my door outside my front door (laughs) yeah, because I live kitty corner from the police union building, the the union federation building. And they were protesting there every day because the, the head union cop, they hate the, the, the protesters really dislike him and they call him KKK Kroll.
0: Oh boy. Yeah.
1: And so there was a lot of protest. They were protesting him. They wanted him to resign. So they were hanging out at that federation. And I feel like it was like three weeks straight. People were showing up, bringing their loudspeakers. um, On the really big days, they had DJs. And uh, the main organizers were setting up these protests. They were coming in from all over. The metro area they were coming to my front door pretty much yes. uh, they never came into my yard or nothing ever bad happened but it was during the lockdown and uh a lot of they were making a lot of noise you know and so it was just like that all the coffee shops which I usually work at were closed so it was kind of like you were just I was just I was just at the mercy of the, the sound they were making, you know, um, which was fine. They got it out of their system. But other than that, I, I only bring that up because other than that, I had just an amazing summer. I just had a be- – the weather was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you know Omina. Have you met my partner, Amina?
0: Um, I don't know. We I don't think we've talked – but okay. I obviously I know her from everything I've seen in the videos and you talking sure. to me about her. So,
1: and yeah, i, I so.
0: her talk and stuff. So, and then we yeah. live with my roommate yeah.
1: Lucas, and mm-hmm. he's yeah. a very he's a very chill, chill guy, super chill buddy. Um, and uh, we just had the like the most golden, beautiful summer, beautiful weather we literally grilled every night. We made we made dinners every night and we ate as a group, had friends over, bike rides. Uh I went camping like I don't know, 5 times. It was just a, an amazingly beautiful summer and I really can't complain at all about anything. For for you know, the summer of 2020 was beautiful. Um, I go up to this resort with my family every August, my mom's side, and like, start, it started like it started like getting above forty people because my cousins start having kids, and then it just grows. It only grows, and we're in the part where no one's died yet, so it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Eventually, I'm sure it will shrink, and it did this last year. None of the aunts and uncles went because of because of rona you know yeah um so it was kind of a weird everything's been weird christmas was weird thanksgiving was weird it was just uh way i still did stuff like i still had nice little celebrations with just smaller people that were willing to get together Mm-hmm. and yeah. uh and the food but yeah i would say the highlight of 2020 the overlying underlying theme of 2020 for me was a net positive when it the food we we grilled <laughs> up and cooked up a storm this last year and every night was it was some good music you know it's like uh, it was always good music, beautiful weather. Literally, we had just this amazing weather. Fourth of July was crazy because they, they didn't do fireworks. Yeah. They shut down the fireworks and people, and pretty much everywhere, I think. But in Minneapolis, people were like, no, you're not shutting down the Fourth of July. So everyone went, got fireworks, and it was like literally a battle we were biking on 4th of july cuz you know we got fireworks and we were going to go set them off everywhere and uh people were just setting mortars up they're illegal here but people were like fuck that they went to they can go to wisconsin and get fireworks um and it was literally dude i was biking down the bike path i live right by a bike path that's on the river so like you leave my back door bike a couple blocks and boom, now you're on the bike path. That's on the Mississippi river. It's really beautiful. Yeah, Yeah, it's, it's great. If you come in the summer, we'll do the whole tour, but it's like the main feature of Minneapolis. But anyways, so we did that. We did that bike path at dusk. It's just starting to get dark, you know, nine o'clock and People literally you can hear loud explosions from every direction. I feel like more fireworks got lit off, fired off, than if they would have done the celebration. Like we went to this park and you could see mortars flying <laughs> up in every direction. People were doing them everywhere. <laughs> it was just boom, 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 boom in every direction. You could hear it and see it. And there was just like smoke everywhere, even if you didn't see it. Yeah, and uh, I got pretty. That was the only. That was the only night I got drunk in twenty twenty. We were drinking tequila, and Ooh. it was great, great fun, great fun. So it was my favorite Fourth of July ever. Uh, so there was oh, wow. the food, and then that Fourth of July was just awesome because like you were biking by, and you'd see a group of people. They were lighting off giant fireworks. Boom. Keep biking, more people lighting off giant fireworks, just like everywhere across the sky. It was people in all the neighborhoods just blowing stuff up and screaming and laughing. And it was uh, it was it was just chaos. And it was so much fun. We were biking with a lot like uh, a Bose Bluetooth speaker playing. uh, You know, I'm a little bit more patriotic patriotic you know I mm-hmm. so we, we were uh it, blaring just blaring Jimi hendrix star spangled banner excellent and just blowing off fireworks kind of yeah uh, super fun and i was hammered so uh extra fun. <laughs> this, this was like a group of i don't know there was 10 of us or something um yeah so that's that's pretty much it i mean That was kind of my 2020 in a nutshell without uh, getting into any other of the 2020 overarching topics that I don't know if you want to get into that or not. Uh, We
0: we can, I just kind of wanted to get your overall, your personal a little bit of, you know, uh, the outside news or, and then anything else in between that. Um, If let me ask you a question, if, you had to compare 2019 to 2020 personally for you. Do you mm-hmm. think it's a better year, um, or is it like apples and oranges
1: for me personally? Yeah, I had a better year. 2020, 2020 was, 2020 was a great year for me, and yeah. mainly just because my um, my work took off. It just it all synced up. Uh, my the I was working for my cousin. I'm I, I I am working for my cousin, but I've been working for my cousin, mm-hmm. and he just recently brought on a partner, and his partner just like opened the door for for us, and he got he got 15 new employees, and the company just grew like crazy, and the work started flowing in, and mm-hmm. it was it was just it was a really good year for uh, work even though it was a, you know, a lot of work and I'm not saying I, it was a lot of work, <laughs> um, but, and I'm not you like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a sadistic work person. I, I'd rather not have to do that much work. I'm not, I like to work, but sometimes it gets very old and yeah. tedious, you know, just like any job. But yeah, <clears throat> overall, you know, I, I had more fun in 2019 to be honest with you. But it was hmm. uh, less successful, I would say. So 2019, I got to go on a nice long road trip across the Southwest, right? which, which I'm just like dying to do again. Yeah. Um, so I didn't have anything like that this year. But I made up for it with like, you know, paid off my debt. Just had some good stuff happen.
0: Yeah. It, That's a great feeling to pay off a debt. Um,
1: yep. Yep. And I, I mean, that was the first time I've been out of debt. I've, I've been dragging this fucking debt around forever since after college, I went on a trip to Europe and I got my first credit card and I went on a trip to Europe wow. and boom, I was in debt. And I just like, you know, I think I paid that credit card off once, but then I just, I just filled it up again and got another credit card and went on another trip. Just so <laughs> stupid. But yeah. I, you know, I was just dragging debt around. I had the London real debt. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I pulled my ass out of that. And so that, that that's why I say 2020 was a good year. It was just more. And then, you know, the, the end, the end of 2020 was awesome because I, the, the best part was my buddy, Alex. they, They shut the gym that I was going to down. But to be fair, I also moved like 45 minutes away because I moved north. Before, I was close to the gym on the south side of Minneapolis. Now, I'm on the north end of Minneapolis. So, going to the gym, which is south of Minneapolis, is way further. I have to go like through the city to get there.
0: Um,
1: So, you know, that, that made it harder to go to the gym no matter what. But then Alex, my buddy, he... Uh, invested in his garage. He lives like five minute drive from here, finished his garage, insulated it, redid the electric, uh, bought a bunch of rogue new brand new workout equipment. You've seen it probably on my mm-hmm. videos and dude, we've been fucking working out there. Sorry to, can I curse? So yeah,
0: I got an explicit. It's all good. Okay.
1: Um, it, I try not to, I, it's rude. I try not to on mine because, like, no. I don't want to go off on this cursing tangent, but I will no. because I,
0: I, I, I do that once in a while. I'll drop an F bomb or 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 shit, but I don't do it too often.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, I just have some people that watch my or listen to my show. I haven't done a show for a while, so I'm not saying I have a show. I do have a show. I still pay for the storage, but I need to record some episodes.
0: But we're at that life.
1: Yeah, like my uncle started listening to it, and this this guy is like you know love him to death, but he's not he's not gonna swear. You're not gonna hear him swear. Mm-hmm. So they're they're kind of a little bit old fashioned. Like you don't swear around them. Sure. And uh, so I started. I just had certain people started telling me that they were listening to my podcast, and I was like, I never knew it was gonna get reach them. Um, and I'm happy that it did, but I, I wanted to just you know maybe clean up my 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 potty mouth a little bit. But anyways, sorry to <laughs> go on that Um cool. But yeah, Alex, he he finished the garage and he bought all this equipment. We we brought the old sauna uh, to his house, fixed it up. We fixed it up beautifully because he's, like, a super handyman, super craftsman, handyman. Uh, and uh, he finished this – This that we call it the MC, you know, the Northeast Muscle Club. And these workouts are just so close, five-minute drive, sauna afterwards. And that all happened in 2020. So it's just a lot of – as stressful as the news was, which I was synced into the whole time, mm-hmm. because I see these events happening on the news, and uh, you know, some people are scared of the virus. A lot of people, especially around me in Minneapolis, seems so politically motivated. Yeah. Uh, but and that I'm I'm not I'm not saying it's not real. I, I take a different perspective. Like I'm, I'm a little bit more fearful of the response, if that makes sense. Totally. Uh, and, uh, but you know, I'm not trying to be divisive on this subject, but uh, that's, my point is that I'm watching this all unfold either way, whether you're for, you know, either you're, Scared of the virus, you're for the lockdowns, or you're not scared of the virus and you're against the lockdowns. Whatever one it is, you're still scared. You know, stuff's happening that you don't like, right? Mm-hmm. So we're all in the same boat together. We're just maybe scared of different things, but everyone's on edge, right? So mm-hmm. either way, you're on edge. So we're we're all in the same boat in that matter, but we just have you know different ideas of what's happening, different worldviews, kind of. I just, I have a different worldview. I came at it from a different worldview than other people came at it. So it's like, where were you coming at it from? Um, Health has always been a big, I, you know, when I did London real, my whole program was take back your health. So I've been into my health for a long time. So then when, when something happens, health related, um, I already have like this big group of doctors and health professional people that I listen to. And so that's kind of who I turn to about stuff. And their consensus is a little bit different, quite a bit different than what you're gonna hear, like my, hear my governor saying, and the health commissioner, they're gonna be saying different things. Um, so anyways, the point is, besides all the stuff, I was all, I was completely... Um, I was tuned into all of that stuff. I was paying close attention, glued to my phone, constantly doing updates, looking at what's happening next, what's the next update. And so you got the, you got the lockdown and then you got the, the protests, you got both those things. And uh, so that was, you know, a little bit of stress. Meanwhile, all these other good things are happening in, on my side, personally. Yeah. So it was just it was. <clears throat> someone called it a dualistic reset, um, and I totally agree with that. There's there's the good, there's the bad part of the reset, and then there's the yeah. good part of the reset. So there was like bad and good, um, and it was totally yin yang for me personally. Um. Yeah. If that makes, I hope I'm not talking too vaguely i no, hope that kind this, of makes this sense it's kind
0: of where i want us to go and right, this is perfect you let it perfectly to where i kind of wanted to hit the sweet spot sure um, uh, i guess it, it kind of if i could just for a minute say it, it kind of awakens you um to like what you're talking about the dualistic nature of life how things can be is it, like it was the best of times. It was the worst of times kind of scenario. It's kind of, um, even though things could be falling apart in certain aspects of the world or society, um, uh, other parts of it could be growing or we could be learning or connecting in a, in a weird way or seeing outside of the whole thing, if you will, kind of looking from an outside perspective at how things could be falling apart, at least on the news. But, how things in your personal life could be going so well, but everything else could be going so terrible, you know, um, and how you don't let that, the things on the outside world affect you, um, inside personally. Um, yeah. You know, you're, you're only,
1: you're only in control of so much.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's years like this, like my 2009, And my 2010, I mean, those are terrible financial years for me and uh, crippling. And emotionally, I didn't quite let it get to the point to where I was at, (laughs) crippling (laughs) you know, where my finances were emotionally. But it was kind of a struggle with a little bit of depression. Uh, I was far away from everybody uh, at home. You know, nobody was really understanding what I was going through, you know, trying to make rent and and, and being behind in payments and all that and how that yeah. wears on you. But if I look at that compared to this year or I mean, I've had I didn't I don't I know I didn't have as much work as you, but I had consistent work and how thankful I was for that to just keep working through it with my health, being as, as stellar as it is. Um even though my diet maybe <laughs> definitely is not the best, I believe my health is pretty good. Um, uh, yeah, I was just, it, it was, it was like, man, I'm, I'm so thankful it wasn't another, at least hopefully not yet another 2009 for me. And it's like, to me, that was like, that recession then was so yeah. damn hard to get through and being in a, a new state like that. And it I might as well have been on another, another planet because the culture is, it's, is, Pretty different in a lot of ways, and sure. uh, but I you know the the flip side of that. I, I had a great connection with my dad who was going through the same thing more or less with me, and we kind of went through it together. And my roommate, and uh, we were just kind of tough toughing it out. And um, so yeah, I guess let me let me spin it back to you if you want to kind of go into what you're talking about or, or sum it up to to now where you're at now with Christmas the last few months
1: yeah I mean I think a lot has I've been glued to the show to the election show Mm -hmm. and more than I should be more than I should be but I I feel like it's just such a crazy time Um, I get sucked into the show I get sucked into the details and maybe I shouldn't Mm-hmm. Um, because it's a time suck. But I, I've always been since college. I've been a little bit more alternative media minded. It also, you know, a conspiracy. I've been a bit of a conspiracy nut job, as what some would call <laughs> me. I don't call myself that. Mm-hmm. But you know, if if I told you what I really think, you might. I might be accused of that. Um, and I think maybe you are too, because we, we, we're we fans of the, some of this. <laughs> we're,
0: we're fans of some of the same yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, I get kind of caught up in it. And that's kind of what the last part of the year has been about for me. Just still constantly busy work. Haven't been working on any personal projects at all. And that's a shame because you let these things lose their flame and you lose the momentum. And it's just, it's kind of hard to get it back. But I've been struggling just to hit record on a podcast and I need to. So I appreciate you yeah. asking me to come on because I love coming on Ham Palace.
0: Yeah, um, no problem. I'm glad you're able. I'm glad you're able to say I'm gonna. Okay, let's do it, and we and can pretty much do it. And and every time you're able to come on, it's awesome. So I really thank you for that. Yeah, I love talking to
1: you. I mean, I think I think we got good flow here. We got good flow together. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But yeah, so that's what 2020 has been. The last part has been kind of like, what's going to happen? Where's this country going? Um. And I don't say that in a because the country is where we live. That's why I say it. What What is my life going to be like in ten years? That's mm-hmm. I feel like right now is kind of a fulcrum point, and I have a maybe I tend to make bigger deals of events than than I should. Maybe everything's going to be okay in ten years. Like all the doom and gloom. You know, some people are doom and gloom. Some people are oblivious, right? Mm-hmm. And they just have completely normal, complete normalcy bias. Everything will be all right. The sun's going to rise tomorrow, and that's all true. So maybe I, I, I assume a. We have no idea what's going to happen. So why, why get too worked up about any one potential scenario okay. that could happen? It, it's probably not gonna happen the way way you think it will yeah um so it's not worth it's not worth having anxiety over and and <clears throat> it's probably gonna be somewhere in the middle life will go on um there'll be up and downs up and down years just like you had in 2009 2010 mm-hmm. and then good years like I had I said i i would say i had a good year this year i'm hoping 2021's better i'm hoping i'm hoping it's full of adventure that's that's yeah. what i'm because that's what i'm craving i just i need a i need a road trip i think there's a good chance i'm going to japan for uh omina's sister's wedding wow that'll be hopefully nice. that yeah we're just hoping the travel restrictions aren't Too nuts. That's kind of why I'm on the edge of my seat about what's going to happen in the next month. We'll see. We'll see. Does that answer your question?
0: (laughs) In spades, sir. In spades. Okay. Yeah, I like it. That was that's that was those that was the droids I'm looking for right there. Um. All right. That's great. That's beautiful. Um, I'll, I'll let me go. I, I told you a little bit when I was kind of answering you, but my, let's see the January, you know, I got to I, you know, there hasn't been too much of a lapse in work. Sometimes my job kind of has like, like right now It just, it, I think things have died down. They haven't really scheduled me much work this week, which is a bummer. But I tell you the last few months have been really consistent. And the beginning of the year was, was fairly consistent, a little slow, but it, it was it was enough, and uh, I think I was working at at Bean too, so I had multiple jobs there. I've I've gotten the job down jobs down to about two, so that's good. Um, yeah. So I'm kind of glad I made that decision. Um, I'll get to that though. Like when everything the thir- the first thing I remember about this whole incident with with the beer bug is seeing that ship on the news. I think they cut to Donald Trump, and then they cut to the the ship coming over and everyone getting sick and they're saying oh we're going to hold them We ha- they have to be quarantined and, and it was yeah. like this slowly coming cruise ship coming for us you know kind of like yeah. <laughs> I hate to put it this way it's kind of like the zombies are coming slowly to the country <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like that would be obviously a lot worse but that was kind of a, a similar feeling to something you'd see in a movie you know and uh, everyone didn't know what the hell was going to happen there, and then it all just fucking, you know, came out with people. Oh, we're getting sick. They're getting sick. This weird flu, you know, and it's coming from China and all that. And um, and then before we know it, it's just getting crazier and crazier, and out of our control, really. And um, and then the the lockdown happened. I remember. Uh, I was getting ready to ask out a, a certain girl <laughs> right before <laughs> this all happened, right? And yeah. uh, I was like, yeah, I should I should ask her out soon. I should, uh, you know, I'm sick of kind of sitting on it. I've been flirting her up, chatting her up for a while. And even if she says no, I'm like, I, sh- I got to pull the trigger and do it. But it was right, you know, right when all, like, then just right after everything got locked down. And I'm like, well... There goes that. <laughs> there goes that. can't really go anywhere, you know. And uh, but I was working. I was working, and that kept the lifeline kind of of hope kind of going. and um, and I'm thinking, well, if it's gonna be like this, I'm going to make the the biggest use out of it that I can. And got that accountability worksheet out, man, and I'm like, I'm gonna hit my goals every day as much as I can as much writing writing as I can do as much as the online business like as I can do the podcasting and I'm just gonna really you know hunker down on that and um and I think I have I think I have I've got some projects really close to getting done I got my comic uh rage number four just about ready to get printed I'd say I just gotta send it out nice um I got my my book dark carpentry which I've been going through all the corrections from my writers group, that's more than halfway done. So that's not too much. still some work, but not too much farther to go there. Um, wow. I made a movie. Um, this is all kind of out of sequence, but like in the mid-year, like uh, September, August, I shot my little five-minute film. Yeah,
1: I haven't seen that. Is yeah, it online?
0: Not yet, not yet. I'm just, I'm just oh, okay. finishing it up. I just finished up the soundtrack for it. Which I recorded by uh, ukulele, and which is the first time I'm making a soundtrack by ukulele, which is cool. And uh, edited the fit, uh, edited the, the footage, and I'm just I just got to do a couple things on it, then I'll put it out probably in January, market it a little bit, and then work on the next either film or I'm gonna do a uh, like a radio short radio drama. And, oh, nice. So yeah, those things got accomplished. Um, I wouldn't say it was a "fun" quote unquote fun year, though. I wouldn't say because you know I didn't really get to hang out with a lot of friends and go do stuff, um, come over, or, or I really, you know, I really didn't. You know, I got a buddy of mine uh, who he's he's like he works in the hospital. He like he's an EMS worker, so mm-hmm. it's like he's, he's constantly around people that have the bug, you know, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I should take a risk. I feel bad, but I don't know how good I feel about going over there. And, you know, but then I got to learn more about everything and and how much of this is, you know, how much of it is over, possibly over exaggerated as far as the, the, you know, the, how how fatal it is, how fatal it is. And, some things seem to stand out, like like Joe Rogan says, take care of yourself, um, make sure your immune system's up, you know, have your vitamins. Um, but you know, not that that it, it could still get you. I mean, look at The Rock. The Rock got it, so that was huge. Once The Rock got it, it was like everyone's like, and then Batman got it, <laughs> and then everyone's like, what the hell? The Rock and Batman can get this stuff? Like, what's going on here? And uh, but yeah it was it was definitely a hunker down and get get things done and make the most of it so far which I did. I mean I, I yeah did I miss going out to to the bar getting a drink sure sure and I still did that like when it was you know locked down but they still had some bars the bars open I would go to one it was the, the Irish pub there in downtown Montclemens and I'd order something just to get out just to get out and uh, out of the house and everything. But uh, I, I think I was bummed when the gyms were closed down. And, but now that the gym's open again, that's, that's really cool. Um, but again, things weren't as weird as things were on, on, on the TV. They, uh, they weren't getting to me, you know, cause, and I think it's mm-hmm. cause I've been through personal harder times, you know? Um, it's interesting though, I, being in kind of the belly of the beast, you know, working in these grocery stores, and seeing kind of like when the whole thing broke out with the uh toilet paper and the paper towels and all that like I was working you know uh Myers and Kroger's and all that and seeing some of the madness firsthand it's kind of like that's the battlefield <laughs> yeah. like you're still going into the battlefield here and you're seeing all the frantic how people are behaving like the whole shelves clear of, of uh tissue paper and all that I'm just shaking my head I'm like oh boy it's a come on guys and I saw this lady down this aisle where she, she dropped her, her, she had like two big things of paper towel, small woman there. And she drops it on the ground and then she looks at me and then she like picks it up real fast. And then she takes off. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's like, I got to get this and get out of here while I Crazy, Yeah. So that's kind of like a funny little memory imprint imprint. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I kept talking to people. There's still some people that I haven't really talked to since the whole thing broke out. But that's just because, like, one of them never talks on the phone with me. I'll get a text. And I always have to go over his house to, to hang out and, and everything. So I'm like, and, and I really didn't want to kind of talk about this stuff. Like, I, I don't want, we get so much of it. I don't really want to talk about it with my friends that much. I don't. Right. It's really, that's like the thing. You know, you know, it's interfered with our personal lives enough with this, all this like Christmas time and, and all this shit. And it's like, look, just, just leave. Let's just leave our personal uh, good and bad conversations as they are. Not with, Oh, have you seen the news? What do you think? And what do you think Trump's going to do? Is he an asshole? Is he not an asshole? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you know that we can talk about that enough. Let's just talk about the stuff that's real, that, you know, that doesn't have anything to do with that. Um, so yeah other than that um as far i think is you know and i i brought this up before you know being trying to embrace that singleness that single life right now it's it's not it's not easy it it really is it's something that it's focused even more on that where we have to If you're a single person you really have to enjoy your life and make your single life as happy as you can. And that's, that isn't always easy. I mean, I, just to be real, some, some days I really have, I wake up and it's like, man, I really wish, you know, I was, I was in a, a, some kind of a relationship or something like that. But then other days I wake up, I'm totally cool with it. Um, But it's a, it's a, it's a weird, you know, it's probably part of it. I'm getting older, you know, but it is it. The struggle is very real, you know, but I'm mm-hmm. learning trying to live with that. And, you know, I've had I mean, I've been single for countless years, but f- I think this focus is in on it a lot more kind of like a magnifying glass. And a lot. Sure. of Sure. We're right. Especially with isolation. Yeah. You
1: know, they're pushing isolation. So everything's shut down it's yeah. harder to have social interaction. Yeah. And a lot of people are skeptical of human to human interaction right now. Yeah. So even <laughs> if you're like, I'm, I'm, I'm all right. I'm uh, let's go, let's do this. Let's
0: party. A lot of people right. are. Right. You could be like, how are you doing? And they're like, no, <laughs> stay away from me. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And, uh, you know, I still try to make myself somewhat social. Like, you you know i'll say how you doing or try to start start up chat if i'm waiting in line no matter who it is you know and um so it's i'm still trying to keep that alive a little bit um but i was bummed i was bummed when uh the governor over here you know she said we have to lock down again for three more weeks like like around thanksgiving time and Mm -hmm. and i'm like oh yeah but do we have to lock it like you know thongs people eat outside i figure i don't think it's that bad if you're outside and i was just like cuz the thing is it's never just 3 weeks it's like no. she can come out and just be real about it be like look i hate doing this this sucks i don't want to do this but look there's pressure right now i i i, I we need to i have to do this i can't tell you if it's going to be 3 weeks or 5 weeks we just have to do it for right now but she didn't do it like that she said 3 weeks and kind of tough shit <laughs> you know <laughs> that's that's the kind of thing i got from her visually and uh, i don't know it's it's people have lost their ability to uh, stay stay cool stay uh, use empathy and it's this kind of like this is it and it's my way and that's it you better you better abide it's like, where is the grease, the social grease? There, where is the, yeah? Hey, let's. I'm in this with you guys. It sucks. I don't want to have to do this, but you know, I just got to do it because I want people to be just in case, you know. And people would be a lot less pissed at her. I think some people would be still angry, but, um, but yeah. I mean, we both went down down rabbit holes. I mean missing people they're still missing even now and and, uh, people aren't really talking about, there's a lot that's getting swept under the rug. So of course I'm going to be skeptical, you know, I mean, I've personally have seen UFOs for the first time ever in my life. Mm -hmm. So the curtain's going to feel like, yeah, there's something starting to, there's something like there's a wizard of Oz behind there. You know, there's something Mm -hmm. else going on. That's not being, talked about and discussed and i just found out you know there's this i know if you, if you heard this the governor of um or not like a military was it a military guy yeah a general over in, in israel came out and said that we we're working uh with aliens oh <laughs> yeah much. and what does that guy why why does he come like what does he have to lose i mean what what's to? i mean it's his credibility's on the line i mean and he's coming out, and then I saw a video by somebody in Canada, like a prime minister over there, said something like the same thing, pretty much. So, and then we got the TikTok video. I don't know if that was this year or last year, but um, yeah. So that's all coming out. So why wouldn't us? Why wouldn't we be skeptical? You know, I mean, damn. Yeah, I mean, you're preaching to the choir. Yeah, um,
1: obviously there's you know you're going to hit a brick wall on some of this stuff with a lot of people and uh I would just say to the four, missing 411 I'm so grateful you introduced that to me because it just it's it's a great <clears throat> imagination booster booster you know it like mm-hmm. diving down that hole was Really interesting, and that stuff's act—that stuff's happening. Yeah, no doubt about it. And I just wonder if we'll ever get any sort of closure on what the hell that's what what's going on with that.
0: I wonder. I think I think it. I think we will. I think I have a feeling we will because David won't let up. You know, he's committed, right? Fully, one hundred and ten percent committed to it. And that inspires everyone else to become committed because it's such for such a good cause. If we could figure out what's happening and give closure to hundreds of parents, that's such a great thing to, to right. do. And um, I think they just stay on it. Eventually he's going to put, the, everything's going to tie together. He's going to connect, connect everything. And boom, one day on the news, you figure it'll all, it'll, it'll be it'll all come out somehow. You know, I just, I, I get the feeling I get the feeling we, I mean, we have so much, you know, we have the internet now we have drones. Um, it's something's going to leak through eventually. We just got to People have to just keep being asking questions and keep trying to connect the dots. And he's not giving up, even though he's the only one that's really, really super dedicated to keep digging everything up. He's still inspiring people to, to read and then to learn and to look into things. So that's awesome.
1: Yeah, at a certain point, he's going to kind of have to give an educational session on how he does this research so other people can pick up the torch mm-hmm. because he's not going li- to live forever.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I thought about that a little bit. Like if any, if something happened to him and who else would, would pick it up and, and, and go and, and go out there and do the research and try to meet with the, the people or, or just go to the places where it happened and uh, put a spotlight on it. Um, But uh, besides that, I wanted to touch on one, one thing because I do talk about movies and comics on here all the time. And I think I talked about it previously state of the movie industry and how, what a weird scenario that's been with everything in the theaters. Like who knew that we'd ever see a thing where, the theaters are getting shut down left and right, and yeah. uh, crazy. And how important that that kind of is to our pop culture, you know? Um, mm-hmm. It just it was such a, a a thing that everyone would do kind of together. And I remember, like, yeah, when I was up north, I went to go see uh, Unhinged. with Russell Crowe in it, and I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna go see a movie. I'm not scared. I just wanted a I'll be all right. I'll, I'll have a mask on, whatever. And I'm going to go see this crazy ass movie. <laughs> and it's not even like, I wasn't even like super jazzed about it. Cause it's like, you know, I'm more into like, you know, I'll go see a superhero movie or an action movie or something like that. But, uh, and I like the Crow*, but I'm like, okay, why not? And there's such a small rinky dink theater. And there's only one person working it the whole thing. <laughs> and, and like we're, I'm in a weird time. There's one person working the concession, the movie, the the projector, and everything. And all these people are just like, you know, there's only like a few people in that whole theater. And I had we had it all to ourselves and we're watching it. And the crazy movie about a guy that flips out uh after somebody, this girl honks at him, and he just <laughs> he just starts chasing her down and people over. Um. Yeah, I'm like, wow, this came out on a mass scale, this movie. I think people would probably start rioting (laughs) because that's how people feel right now. (laughs) Like the beginning of the movie, they show riots and everything and people getting beat up. And I'm like, wow, this is such a, it's so weird that it came out during that time. And, uh, but I I was happy. It was uh, like a catharsis for me. Like afterwards, I'm like, I'm glad I took a chance. And I said, I'm not going to be scared of this. I'm just going to go, you know, see a movie. And uh, and that's the thing. I, I keep saying this on Facebook. It's like, is it the only thing we have to fear is if, is the coronavirus, or is it the only thing we have to fear is fear itself? You know, those are the two things. And it's like, yeah, let's let's just fear fear. Let's not fear this this damn bug. You know, because what's that going to get us? To be constantly scared of something you know it's not am i saying you know don't you know am i saying yeah be safe yeah okay keep a distance whatever but yeah don't let it totally take over your thoughts and don't be scared constantly don't you know it's a bad vibe it's a bad vibe to be in and that's what they want us to be in whatever big time you know there's something to be said you can make a strong
1: case, but again, you're preaching to the choir on. Yeah. I, um, I right. kind of feel, you know, I'm more in the David Ike camp of what's going on.
0: Yeah. Boy, I've been looking for a David Ike videos. Very little new stuff because they pretty much threw his ass off, I guess. <laughs> yeah you know it's just it, that's a shame like th- i think uh, th- this is another thing was youtube has been like really buckling down on some people and it's like that's i don't think that's healthy that's not healthy a ton of my ch- a
1: ton of channels that i watched got deleted wow. so yeah some of my favorite channels and you know i i think it's i think it's disgusting but it's youtube uh, whatever the market will respond. Yeah. So many people have been so, so many people have been deleted from YouTube and it was kind of just like at first they were going over to these new platforms and it was like no one would go over to those new platforms because there wasn't enough people but now there's enough people that have been deleted off YouTube where if you want to get all the good content you got to go to like BitChute or Rumble these new video platforms. <laughs> Which yeah. are not nearly as good websites, but um, they 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 host all of the good content that it's like the banned content that you want to see. It's it's the it's the it's the content, the forbidden content, and that that's the good stuff. So uh, things are going to just change. Like I think they're maybe they don't care, but they're going to hurt. Them. YouTube, to me, is like, once there's a decent competitor, a lot of people are going to just give the the bird to YouTube and say goodbye, no problem. Now, like cat videos and how-to videos, all that stuff, that's YouTube, I guess that'll always be the kind of YouTube. But once they start to force, like, I in college 2007 I didn't want to go to the corporate news sites I I was I this I you know I watched that stuff in high school and I'm like this is this is just corporate garbage and then that was around the time YouTube was coming out it was like look I can get all this this content directly from real people and it's not being put through some corporate mm-hmm. filter and it and I don't want that corporate news. And like the independent alternative news grew like leaps and bounds on YouTube. And it just became better content, better Mm -hmm. information in my opinion. And then the corporate news said, no, 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 you can't do that. You can't leave us and then they change their algorithms to support authoritative content. So now it's like any video I watch, I might be able to find it if I search for it, but now it's like the next video. You, you used to be able to go down like these amazing uh, rabbit holes on YouTube because you'd watch a video mm-hmm. and then it would suggest other videos like it, and then the autoplay would just start playing some other crazy video and it'd be awesome. And you could just watch video after video you didn't even know existed, but there were just crazy conspiracy videos that I love. And then, nope, not anymore. Now the next video, like if I watch something, some independent news, the next video it shows me is Fox News. Or if it's more liberal, then it takes me to MSNBC. So it's just it, it – they're directing you back to those old dinosaur companies that – I, I was trying to get away from. I don't want them. Free market of ideas. I do not want your corporate garbage, fake news, uh, MS, MSM dinosaur media. I want the independent, uh, just independent YouTube channel, just a, just a journalist doing his best to report the news. Yeah, I don't. And people are like, oh, you're going to believe fake news. No, I watch things with a grain of salt. And I don't just listen to one person. I listen to all kinds of stuff. I can hold Back my judgment on something, you know Mm -hmm. I can watch something and I don't just eat it up and believe it like they think that we do that they accuse of us like Oh, it's dangerous conspiracy. No, I don't just if I watch some conspiracy video it's not like I'm gonna start protesting uh, the next day because I saw this documentary It's bullshit I, I, it's it's just more well rounded information. If you want to learn, you know they want to keep you in this little one source box. When in reality, if you're gonna like, if you want to learn about the Civil War, you don't just read one book. You don't just read one author and say, "Oh, this author, he's the the number one author," and as long as I just read him, I'm gonna know everything about the Civil War. No you really want to learn about the Civil War, you're going to read as many books about it as you can from different sources to mm-hmm. get a well-rounded – and then make up your own mind. Make up your own idea of what makes sense. See, see who's saying the same thing. See if you can co- corroborate what one guy is saying. And you take that approach. You know what I mean? You know, mm-hmm. And MSM is trying to just say we're the authoritative source. No, you're not. You're the corporate big money billionaire source and you want us to believe something. You have a very specific thing you want us to believe, probably because you'll, we're gonna, you want us all believing the same thing. you want us all being exposed to the same advertisements, get on the same pharmaceutical drugs because every advertisement on MSM is for some pharma garbage. and uh, yeah dude, sorry to rant. But- no. Uh, old. I just wish we could get back the old YouTube but things change yeah. YouTube's gonna be uh, yeah. now we're just, we just live in the age where you gotta go to a couple different websites it's not mm-hmm. all in, I mean, it was nice the days of when you could find anything on YouTube that was great but those days don't exist anymore the corporate whales yep. uh, that think they can force us to watch their garbage those they took over they took over this beautiful thing called
0: YouTube oh because then greed.
1: yeah now no. it's just garbage too I mean it's still really good like information if you want to non news related things hmm still great yeah you want to learn how to change
0: your carburetor or whatever youtube's still the place to be right Um yeah. well hey i got my how-to videos i got my drawing videos i got my role-playing the uh, solar quester on there so yeah i'm i'm safe on there pretty much and i i won't rant about anything controversial i'll keep it all about that you know either drawing or role playing whatever but um yeah maybe once in a while like like, I'll do, like, a video of, of the hand palace and I'll post it on there. I might touch on it a little bit, but it's rare that I do. Even then, it's rare. Like, unless I get a guest on that wants to talk about it or something, so... Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of channels that are get dedicated to, you know, I'm angry at this, and they're justified with their anger, And but every every show is them, you know, pissed off at something, and it's like, and I get it. I, I totally get it. But it's like, well, to me, it's like I, I'd rather rant once in a great while and then kind of focus on something constructive besides just like I'm pissed right. off that these people are, are screwing up the entertainment industry. And, and hey, that's great. And I, I totally think that's true, too. There's a lot of overly politically correct things going on. But I mm-hmm. hate to be a one-note kind of person where I'm like I'm always pointing this out and out and, and always – you know, I want to kind of like what's something positive I can bring to YouTube. What's something good I can or entertaining I can bring to it, uh, a podcast or something like that. You know, that's why I like to do kind of silliness. I'll do a silly comedy skit once in a while, just to try to make yeah. people laugh and make it a little bit, a it's little great. bit more joyous. You know?
1: Yeah, for sure. And those you make good videos. I'm excited to see your movie coming
0: out. Your little yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited.
1: In, I'd love to be in one of your movies.
0: Ooh. Well, if
1: you ever need an if you ever need an actor. <laughs>
0: well, that shoot I did only took really two, probably two and a half hours overall. And I got a five minute movie out of it. If I can think of something that we could do when we get together, as far as a, you know, um, a film. I, I'll do, I'll, I'll think of some ideas, and you think of some ideas too, but of, of that, that you might have that we could shoot and do a collaboration on that. I think it would be fun. Um, it can be I, like a I feel like, film or not, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm down for whatever, but we, we could probably do something fun in the future where we like a little short film about going mm-hmm. to some crazy town in Montana and some crazy, you know, something. Yeah. Some crazy experience happened. You know what I mean? Like uh, more sci-fi, more paranormal with comedy.
0: Yeah. Well, we got, we got the mystery spot. Um, and up where in Michigan here and uh, up in, um, oh, what's that called? Uh, up north was the name of it. Uh, I can't think of it now, but it's up by close to the UP. And then there, there is that, Montana, there's that spot too. So, what the to out there? Is? You know, let's—I'd say let's concentrating on at, at least meeting up and seeing each other and hanging out somewhere, whether that's, you know, halfway or, or uh, try to get to Minnesota. That would be cool. That would be, you know, how long is that a drive? You said it was like what, ten uh, hour drive or something like that from Michigan to Minnesota.
1: Where, where you live in what area?
0: I'm in the Detroit Detroit area.
1: So I could do if I put in my map to Detroit, Detroit, Michigan. It's yeah, ten
0: hours. About ten Detroit. hours. Yeah, so I would probably drive take a take a break around fifth hour for it, you know take a little breather and then try to drive another few hours taking another little small break and then make it over there. And then last two, huh. I it can, I it can happen. You take
1: 94, take 94 the whole way.
0: Oh, really? Ninety four
1: down to Michigan city, up to Chicago. Yeah. Up through Madison. Yeah. I've done that drive before.
0: Yeah. That's about no, the time it takes to get there. from New York to Michigan. I'd say around 10 hours, roughly eight to 10 hours. You know. that makes sense yeah it's a journey but it's fun I know. yeah they're doable next year we just have to you know put some uh, put some time away I'll save up a little bit of money that we can could, could do something and then if we want to go to I don't know we'll see where we're at to go to a, a mr Montana but it would be cool to, to see some kind of weird air uh, spot. It doesn't have to be the mystery spot, but maybe it could be like uh, any some something in the surrounding states of Minnesota we can go to that's a weird you know, where something paranormal happening or the stories or something like that. That would be cool. Yeah,
1: like we could do some sort of investigative teamwork where we we go we just do the, the groundwork. You know yeah. the police work, the investigative work. That sounds like real fun because I think you would it, it will keep both of our interests. We're not going to get bored with it, and I think we mm-hmm. can pump out some good content,
0: right? I think so. I think so. Yeah, but I let's mean, think of some ideas. I'll think of I'll think of a of a movie idea. That's that's one of the things we could do. Um, all right. Yeah, I like it. Let's do it.
1: Yeah, F and do it. All right. Well, uh, sounds good.
0: We'll, uh, we'll Should we wrap this guy up? Uh, yeah. Um, any plans for your new year's?
1: <laughs> None. I'm working.
0: You work. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll probably just get a little bit of, I'll get some wine or something like that. And, uh, I'm sure I'll, unfortunately have to stay in, but you know, I'll try. Could to I, have, could I, I you have
1: you on Life, maybe?
0: Yeah, if you want to do an episode on New Year's, I'm, I'm down totally. Uh, all right, let's yeah. plan on that. Okay. Do you want to do now what? Do you want to do an official New Year's? Like, it, it, could we go into the New Year on the podcast or you just want to do it during the day or what are you thinking?
1: Uh, we're just I, basically, we can do whatever we just do, whatever we want. But the reason you're on it on New Year's is because you are inspired. You got me on your podcast. You got me thinking about podcasts again. It just makes sense that you you're a veteran of d Life to start mm-hmm. the new year with a classic original guest from the past. d Life original guest Chris Calderon.
0: Mm-hmm. It just makes
1: sense to start the new year off right.
0: Yeah. With you. Yeah, so I'm down whether you want to do it before uh, New Year's or at maybe afterwards. I understand, or you want to spend it with a special someone, but um, I, I'm i down. I'm down, whatever you want to do. Yeah, I don't give a shit
1: about that. I just don't care. It's a drinking holiday, and I don't really drink. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. It's always been a kind of a uh, romantic, kind of, and like for me, like it's, all these things, all these magical things are supposed to happen, and they never do. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what's been pumped into us through, by through our culture and everything and i think we got to manage our expectations and just enjoy living through another day and, and enjoying each other's company and talking and laughing and just not worrying about stuff expectations that we might have for the new year and all that you know just take it day by day you're here yeah man sounds great Day by day, by great. well thanks it's for coming day by on
1: day cafe uh absolutely
0: thanks for having me yeah yeah i think this was fun i like this idea about our uh
1: let's make some content to get some video content
0: yeah i mean i'd be even down for if (laughs) i think it'd be awesome if i did like as part of a short film here in michigan and then you do a a little short film on your on your end in in minnesota and i edit it together somehow like we're in the same movie (laughs) I think that would be hilarious. Oh, you got my very very doable,
1: very doable.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that would be hilarious. So you got my imagination fired up. So I'm gonna start writing some ideas down. See what I can come up think with. Think of
1: something. I'd love to. Add. I'd love to do it.
0: Yeah, man. All right, all right. Let me let me let you go while it's still fun. And uh all right. Sounds thanks good. for calling in, everybody. Thanks. thanks for listening. Thank you. Thanks. Yes. For listening. All right. Hi,
1: right, Browski. Later.
0: Thank you. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, thanks for listening to The Ham Palace. Uh, Daniel was great, as always. He's got plenty to talk about. Knows a lot about health. Knows a lot about living and living authentically and real. As real as one can. And uh, Light Bright, thanks for listening. If you're still listening, that's cool. Um, I can send you a link if you want to call in real quick. If not, if you're just listening and doing our things, it's all good. Thanks for calling in. Thanks for listening and commenting. And um, everybody, have long days and pleasant nights. And uh, I'll, 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 I'll talk to you guys soon. I got probably a couple more episodes to do before the end of the year. All right, guys. Hambo out.